Star Wars Sessions, probably Britain's greatest Star Wars podcast. The Star Wars Sessions podcast. Part that he loves a good Star Wars session. Absolute legends of Star Wars Sessions. This is the way, this is the way. Please welcome your hosts, Matt Hudson and Luke Bly. This is when fun begins. Good morning, afternoon or evening, wherever you are in the galaxy and welcome to Star Wars Sessions. Come for the Star Wars, stay for the Sessions. My name is Matt Hudson, a.k.a. Jabber the Hud. And joining me here, as ever, in the cockpit of the Essex Falcon, he's the greatest Star Wars man, fan and buddy out there. He's wearing a jumper that reminds me of Luke's lightsaber, Ignite the Green, Luke Bly, oh. Master Blywalker. How you doing, mate? Oi, oi, savaloy. Yeah, no, not too bad, gangster. Not too bad, Matty boy. Um, do you know what? We always say, oh, yeah, I've been all right. I went out for a curry or something crazy. And, um, you know, all, all I yes. can think of, you know, we, we always go with Star Warsy things, don't we? We try to. And I'm just, just, just straight, straight from the start, mate, I, I've, I've got to say, the Patreon watch-along of Solo, oh, a Star Wars story last week Shit. was so much fun it was so much fun like everyone just getting together watching the film and we're all talking over the film but like debating <laughs> talking bringing up points and then are, i love when there are moments when we like look and just admire something in the film you know yeah, there was a few it, of those it goes quiet just for a few seconds and it usually is only a few seconds but like i just think it's really really like special you know so it was loved it, it was mate. a blast it was a blast and getting all these different people who some we've met, some we haven't, some who haven't been on a watch long before, some who were the mm-hmm. OGs, just getting them together. And like we always say, you know, some people just come and just want to come and watch the film. Others have no intention of watching the film. and They just want to talk about Star Wars, which is fantastic. And it's just it's just a great laugh. And we're so pleased uh, that people enjoy when we do them and look forward to them. And we have a blast doing it as well. And it's so much fun seeing everyone we had a great laugh we saw some great collections we saw some beautiful and handsome looking boys and girls on this on the watch along and mm. we've already planned for the next one whilst we were doing this one hence how much fun we had doing it yeah yeah it was special mate it was special so was we're gonna we're, we're, we're gonna do another one of those real real soon but it was great having everyone along it's worth um noting we we did have a couple new faces but someone we're announcing today as a new patron was also there. So a huge, huge, massive uh, shout out to our latest patron, Amy Peel, who you might know on Instagram as Peel Patina. Incredibly talented. Go check Amy out on there. But she signed up at the high ground tier. Yeah. So thank you so much, Amy. And welcome to the Sickheads. Officially a Sickhead, Matty Boy. Officially. Officially a sick kid. Pilpertine loves a bad batch and she loves the Patreon sign up, clearly. Honestly though, thank you so much. We hope you enjoyed the watch along and we hope you enjoy all of the filth that we've got coming in our Patreon coming up. Lukey Boy dropped his journal where him and his wife early sat down there mm. going through the and or they're going through the Aldani arc. I dropped mine when I spoke about the Dune and the similarities between that and the Book of Boba Fett. It's filth, and we've got watch-alongs coming for days this year, and we've got other cool stuff to look out for. Pilpertine, honestly, thank you so much for signing up and supporting the sessions. We love you. And what else do we love? We love a bash. We love bib. (laughs) We love bib fortuna. We love bibs, 
Bash, Lukey boy, Bibs, Bash is happening. Tell the world before I explode. Mate, Saturday, the 8th of April in East London, uh, a little thing called Star Wars Celebration is happening that weekend. But on the Saturday, you, you, you're going to be going to Celebration. You're like, oh, mate, this is, this is incredible. Everything's beautiful. What? Everyone looks beautiful. Everyone, it's all just so good. So good. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Um, but yeah, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? You know, you might think to yourself, ah, I might go to the Fox. You don't want to do that. You've probably gone yeah. there on a Friday already. Get, let's change it up. Am I going to be going to Cantina too? No, that's on the Sunday. On Saturday, where you want to go is to Bibs Bash. Bibs Bash. <laughs> A Star Wars celebration after party that is being hosted by us, Star Wars Sessions. It is going to be sick. It is being held at uh, Social Convention, which is a wee venue in Canning Town. You can actually walk there. You can walk there from the XL, probably take you like 10, 15 minutes. Um, Alternatively, you could get the DLR one stop away. It's one stop away and hop off or walk there. I think a lot of people that are staying near there. There's like a lot of hotels yeah. in Cannon Town that a lot of people right. are staying at for celebration. So it's going to be really easy. There's going to be a DJ. We're going to do a quiz. There's going to be drinks. There's, there's a bar. Uh, it's, it's Bib's bash. Bib Fortuna. Bib Fortuna himself is having a bash. And we're just like, we're doing we're it for admire. him. It's, uh, it's going to be, Wait, it's going to be a I, thing of beauty. I mate. cannot. Wait, anyone who came to our Super Star Wars night last year will kind of know what to expect, but this is going to be bigger. I hasten, to, I don't want to say it's going to be better because I don't want to put down Super Star Wars night. That was filth, but it's going to be something special. It's going to be a great way to top off what's going to be a busy day at celebration. Come around, come mm. afterwards, have a couple of beers or a couple of drinks or Ribenas or waters or Star Wars themed drinky poos. Come check us out. It's going to be a live show. There's going to be a DJ. It's going to be crammed full of Star Wars sick heads. We can't wait. Uh, we've got all the details are now out there on the socials. Check them out. Get your tickets. We can't wait to see you there. Honestly, it's it, it makes celebration that a bit more exciting for us as well to know there's going to be a little hub where we can see all of you and we can all have a cuddle or a socially distanced handshake, whatever works. Dude, I can't wait. Yeah. Genuinely, genuinely. Uh, if if you want tickets, just head to our like Instagram, uh, yep. Twitter, you know, just things like that. there'll be links to tickets. Um, it's going to be great. Expect further updates as well. As we get closer to celebration, we're going to be announcing like more stuff of what's going to be happening at the bash yes. and everything. It's going to be great fun, man. It's going to be great, great fun. And um, hopefully we'll be really celebrating because after the Friday and the Saturday, I'd imagine we would have got like a lot of juicy content. You'd expect so, you know, yeah. to, I think yeah, so. to talk about. It's going to be great. Yeah, there's no better place than uh, Bibs Bash on Saturday at Star Wars Celebration. That's it. Full stop. Yeah. Done. Um, Matty Boy, is there anything else to add? Bibs Bash. There is nothing else to add, my friend, other than that noise I can hear in my ear. It isn't your silky tones, though I do love them. It is the chimes and the sounds of Big Ben Kenobi. We all know what it means, but if you don't, Luke is going to tell you. It's Galactic News Round. The Force Awakens is now the fifth highest grossing film of all time after being overtaken by Avatar The Way of Water at the Worldwide Box Office. Ubisoft have hired Battlefront 2 creative director Burnt Dima 
for the upcoming open world Star Wars game. And speaking to Disney Studio Awards, Ewan McGregor admitted that the moment his Obi-Wan tells young Princess Leia, may the force be with you, in the Kenobi series finale brought tears to his eyes. Hey, what's up? It's Taylor Gray, a.k.a. Ezra Bridger, and you're listening to Star Wars Sessions, probably Britain's greatest Star Wars podcast. I hope you enjoy the show. Hello? Oh, oh, hello. We have an audience here. Hello. Um, hello there. Thank you for coming, guys. Ah, I heard a General Kenobi. Well done. Everyone else who didn't get that, leave. <laughs> leave. You're wasted. You're wasted. Uh, thank you for coming to our podcast, Star Wars Sessions Podcast Live. We're very excited. Um, we're going to be doing some hot takes. Um, and it's really bright. Hey, but I can't see I anyone's faces, so don't be offended if I'm looking the wrong way when you're talking. But we assume that Star Wars... Not many people have opinions about it, so we thought we'd try and change the game today with this. Yeah, we, we, we've not got opinions, really. I'm sure you guys don't have opinions. Um, everyone, quickly, shout out your favourite Star Wars. I heard a Last Jedi. That was pathetic. Bit Again, who, what favourite Star Wars? Oh, I got a few, I got a few f- Attack of the Clones who, there, is who that said, right? Who said the Clone Wars film? Yeah, Clone Wars yeah, film. Yeah. That's a good one. Okay, all right. So we're going to begin this with Matty Boy and I. Well, firstly, if you don't know us, if you've never heard of us, uh, we are probably, probably Britain's greatest Star Wars podcast. We don't want to um, say for certain, do we? Yeah, we're not, we're not 100% probably. sure. Thank you. Thanks, Dad. We didn't pay him to do that. <laughs> Right, um, so yeah, we record shows every week, and this is uh, like our second live podcast. Really excited to do this, really, yep. really excited to hear your thoughts and opinions. But to kick it off, we're going to give you some spicy opinions, some spicy thoughts alongside whatever the hell they're singing over there, okay? But we're going to try and ignore that because we're in Star Wars That's world it. right now. That's it. Okay, who wants to go first? Well, Do if you don't agree with us, make as much noise as if you want. And then when you do agree with me, make even more noise about that okay. as well. All right. I've Who, got one. I've okay. got one. Okay. Ray Skywalker. I think her best, her introduction in The Force Awakens and that entire film wipes the floor with the introduction of Luke Skywalker in A New Hope. Now, Luke Skywalker is a farm boy. He's a farm boy. He wants to join the Academy. He gets a bit lucky. See what I mean? He, he, he joins the Academy. And then because he'd... Um, bullseyed a few womps rats can take down an entire space station and survive a space battle now I don't know if anyone's played Starfighter Assault on Battlefront 2 but it ain't easy to survive a space battle in- but true. he does it with a plomb. Ray, she's a scavenger she's waiting for her parents she doesn't want to be part of the fight she's drawn into it she's captured by the bad guy the force awakens within her she makes plenty of mistakes along the way in that first film she has to fight a dying injured not Sith Lord, but a bad guy. But she's not the one who blows up Starkiller Base. It's, you know, it's the Ace Squadron who does it. She's just surviving against Kylo Ren. And her story is way more interesting than Luke Skywalker 
in A New Hope. Who disagrees? He disagrees. I think I, I disagree. Come on, then. Is it me, or does this feel like a rap battle a little bit? <laughs> do, do you know what I mean? Like, there's a little bit of that. There's a what little I'm bit saying of that. is true, I dis- but I'll I, give you a time to I finish. I disagree. Okay. Um, I think Luke's really interesting. I don't think he's the optimist everyone says he is. Right? No. Everyone goes, he's the galaxy's biggest optimist. No, he's not. He moans about everything. He don't shut up moaning about stuff. He gives up on things. He takes, you know, he needs to, he needs to push to get to his final destination. Right? That's what I'd think. That's what I think. And I love, I love him. Return of the Jedi it's the feel-good film of the year every year. Um, you know, what do you think? Is it, you know? Yeah, two agreements. All right, on to a good but it one. it took him two films to get on to that On to point. a good one. Yeah, go on. Come up here, come up here. Come on up. Come up here. Go on, jump on. What's your name, mate? Luca. Luca. Nice. That's a Star Warsy sort of name. Right, and what were you about to say, mate? Yeah, well, like, all of the comics about, like... Uh, Luke, there's like not many comics about Ravers, so but I mean, like a lot of the uh, comics for um, like Luke, most of them are can- canon, but a lot of them are like legends aren't canon, but there's still a lot of uh, canonical comics which uh, like deep diver into the character and stuff. Okay, I think that's a good point. Round of applause, round of applause, well done, mate. Well done, Luke. Nice one, Luca, mate. Yeah, well done. Nice Go one. on, just check. Jump back down to the wherever planet you came it from. Doesn't Thank change, you so it doesn't much, change mate. the fact that Ray Skywalker's story is much better in that first film. Right, okay, so who thinks, right, Ray, Sky- Ray Skywalker or Luke Skywalker? This side is Ray. Right, 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 right. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Ray? Luke Skywalker. There's something wrong with the acoustics right. on that side, mate. Okay, my, my <laughs> next hot take is about canon. Star Wars canon. Uh, this will be seen, fun. Who's seen he loves canon? But I'm going to ruin that for him. Because I think canon is more of a theory, right? Canon's not a fact. Canon can't just be, you know, like, that's definitely canon. That's, it, the lines are getting blurred more and more every month. Every, see, he knows. He, he knows. loves it. Right, this okay. Guy loves it. So who's seen the Tales of the Jedi? What do you think? What do you think? Guys, what do you think? Four episodes. So most of it. Did you like it? You liked it. It is interesting. It's really interesting. Okay, well. I feel a butt coming on here. Tells of the Jedi just kind of retconned a book that came out a few years ago. A few years ago, a book called Ahsoka came out. Tells of the Jedi comes along, completely retcons it. To, the, the book is meant to be canon. It's meant to count. It's meant to be actually what happened. And then this show comes along, destroys that. That's why I think canon is more of a theory. It's kind of a guideline. Live action is king. You wasted your time reading that book. <laughs> I've wasted all my time and money. The book itself is fine. On that one, I kind of agree with her a little bit. But right. I think there needs to be that cohesive canon. Otherwise, we are... Sorry. Otherwise, we end up with Legends and EU, which was in parts very good and in parts not very good. Not good. And I think we need to have that, that cohesive narrative. There are always going to be continuity errors. There's always going to be someone from a certain point of view who's going to come into it. But I think there is still a well-defined hierarchy there, like you say. But how many books and comics and games and mobile games and pamphlets have been released 
that haven't been tampered with. True. 96% of it will just be left as it is. True. But the big ones, like this entire novel, which has been thrown out, it sticks out a little bit more. But I still think, I think it's important. I think canon matters. So we, are we, so, okay, so we're kind of on the same page. Kind of. Yeah, all right, that's a bit of a boring one, isn't it, anyway? <laughs> canon, who cares? Right, you got a hot take? One more? One yeah. more from you, one more from me? It's, I, uh, we spoke to somebody the other day who said episode seven, eight, and nine, they don't count. They don't count as canon. They don't count in the story, right? And we had a tete-a-tete about it. And in the end, well, I think we won. But I kind of thought to myself, if we're going to use that kind of line of thought, the prequels are pointless as well. There is no need for the prequels because everything that happens in those films, they mention it in the OT. We hear about the Clone Wars. We hear about Luke's dad. We hear about the fall of the Jedi. All they're doing, it's the solo of, of Star Wars trilogies. It's just checking off what we already know. But I love the prequels. I love them with all my heart. But if you think about it, we don't really need them, do we? We get sexy Ewan McGregor, sexy Obi-Wan, sexy Hayden. That's always going to be a good thing. But I, do we need them? Really? Yes. But we already know the story. Next, next point. We right, already okay. know the story. No, no, seriously. Who, who, what, what do people think about the prequels? Do we need the prequels? Do we? Oh, that was a... Who, who thinks that, like, we could do without them? We want water. Oh, Nubian, ah, we like a public credit. Case closed, then, yeah. yeah <laughs> if anyone in yeah. Lucasfilm is watching, by the way, I can do the voice acting for Watto at a very good rate. Yes, I can a be a very good as rate. well. Yeah, thank Prequels, you, Prequels, story-wise, though, we knew all about them anyway. There's nothing new. Okay, well, my, my next hot take is about the prequels as well, okay? It is prequel-related. And I feel a bit bad saying this because a little show called Obi-Wan Kenobi came out mm, a few months ago. I really liked it. it wasn't, I didn't think it was perfect, but I really liked the show. What about you, you guys? Who here yeah, liked what, the Obi-Wan Kenobi show? Yeah, okay. Did you, like, did you like it? Did you? Yeah, okay. Is that All like right. or love? Okay. Love, we've got some love. A bit there. of, a, bit of like a mix, it. a bit of a mix, okay. Well, listen, I love the prequels. I grew up with those bad boys. They are beautiful. Where's are they with? perfect? No. Is there good acting in them? Not always. Is the writing great in it? A head sand. <laughs> no. Okay. Only my still, new powers can I, do that. I still love them. I still adore the prequels. But you know one thing that I think kind of goes unchecked? Ewan McGregor. I think Ewan McGregor's acting is a bit ropey in episodes one to three. It's not his best work, and it's not always convincing. What, what, what do you guys think? Am I being too harsh? Who loves a bit of Ewan? Oh, okay. Is, you guys, is uh, it a case of he's the best of a bad bunch, but isn't still that good? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Kind of, I suppose. I mean, I love you, and he's a beautiful Scotsman, but, you know, like... Yeah, that mullet, that beard, does wonders for us, but the rest of the, the, rest of the guys in those films, we all know. We, that ain't a hot take. They weren't great. You get Matley Portman, and you somehow make a wooden as hell. Yeah. Something's wrong there, but, you know, bless him. We love George. He gave us a platform at MCM, but... Um, what do you think? Ewan, do, you, do, you, do, you see, do you see where I come from? Do you see, do you see what I mean? He gets better as he goes along, because I think he's even said himself, in episode one... He is pretty much doing an Alec Guinness impression. He's trying to do that voice, trying to get those um, Guinnessisms down. Yeah. And then in episode two, he becomes a little bit more cheeky. 
and then yeah. three, he get three years as meatiest work. You know, three, especially as we get to the fight in Mustafa, and at the end, you were the chosen one. I think he gets his best work. He doesn't escape unscathed, though, but nobody did. But up until recently, Star Wars has never really been known for good acting. You know, that's not really the forte. It's, it's more, it's, you know, spectacle story, feeling, the- thematics. Yeah, acting. yeah, there's a bit of truth. Yeah. There's, a, there's a bit of truth there. We get it, we get it, but we still love it. We still love the prequels, don't we? Who loves the prequels? Come on! Oh, right, on. Before so... We start, before we start... We've had a prequels. Who loves the originals? And one more. Who loves the sequels? Ah, oh, that's disappointing. Okay, all right. Well, this is going to be fun. You've just seen a little demonstration about how this works, okay? So we've got up, we've set a hot take, we chat about it. Oh, I know you guys. You're from Butte and the Geek, aren't you? Yes, yeah, sexy people. I'll come to you <laughs> later. All right, Here okay. No, okay, so... What we're going to do, we're going to invite you guys oh, to come yes. up here and give us a Star Wars hot take, and we can debate it. Matty Boy and I might add a few points, but we might add another person up here and add a few points. It's going to be really grown up. It's going to be really friendly, okay? There is no wrong opinion. Well, there are some wrong opinions. Some are. And also, we are a family-friendly podcast, so please, no swearing, no politics, no religion. Just, you know, leave that. It's just Star Wars here for the time being. Have a look. Okay, all right. All Do right. we have a volunteer to come up first okay. with a hot take that is going to blow the doors of hot. MCM? Who's this over here? First one. Come up. up here, mate. Come up here. Round of applause for this person. You've got your own microphone as well, mate. Watch out for the beer. Oh, What's nice. your name, mate? Uh, I'm Zamin. You come I over into the middle uh, here. Here we are. What's God. your name, mate? The it's bright, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It's bright, you see? And it's hot? I would say hot, but bright. <laughs> put you in your place right, All right. I'm Zarmin and I think that Rogue One is the best written Star Wars movie out of the lot oh best, best written yeah best so like best story best characters that sort of thing right okay. this guy's got a bigger pop than me I'm off <laughs> I'm off you, you what do you think about that Rogue One Rogue One is everyone you know Empire like from a cinematic classical point of view is, is going to be you know, I don't think you're going to beat that but for me Rogue One is the best Star Wars film because everything that's good about the franchise is in that film. I get the criticisms about the first half. It's a bit slow. You know, we've got to be introduced to these, this whole uh, cavalcade of characters and blah, blah. But when it, when it hits its peak, you've got, you got the, the battle in space, you've got the ground battle, you've got the espionage, and it's topped off with Daddy Vader going down that hall, slicing falls up. The it's guy, pretty good. I've told you, the it's guy next good. to me in the cinema was... About 70, he was an older gentleman. He, when that scene started, he'd obviously seen the films you know, back in the 70s. His wife had to physically restrain him in the seat because he was trying to jump up and whoop. And us Brits don't really do that in the cinema. This guy, though, he almost went full Vader on this, on this aisle of the cinema. So Rogue One, for me, is it's just, it's number one. So I'm with who, you on that. Who here isn't a fan of Rogue One or thinks it's overrated? It's okay. Come up. Come up. Come up. You put your hand up. You put your hand up. Come up. Right. Round of applause. Here we go. Yeah. Okay. Come, over there. come, come to Master Blywalker over there. You, you have come as a Vader? Yeah. Yeah, sure. Okay. All right. So why do you think Rogue One is overrated? If we um, I think that because they have a, an end point already, which is that everyone has to die, um, it kind of... They make clumsy new characters and try to make you care about them. 
but when they die, I feel like it's so made up, I just don't care. Like, I, it feels so forced. Sounds a bit like the prequels to me. <laughs> We've already got an end game, see? It's pointless. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I, I feel like I, I, di- I disagree, but also when you come up here and put it like that, it's kind of hard to argue a little <laughs> bit. Uh, mostly because I've never met you before and I don't yes. want to like to... But what, right, what are people thinking? Rogue One, are we leaning toward this gentleman or this young lady? What are we thinking? Yay or nay? Rogue One, yes. Rogue One, eh. Oh, okay. All right, well, listen, take the L, but it's a healthy L. It's less. You are t- the first winner. Thank you so much, mate. Round of applause. Round of applause. That's really good, right? We're getting the idea. We're getting the idea. The only we... question is, yeah, who's well, next? Who's next? Henry, get up here, mate. Right. Get up here. You may recognise this handsome face. A little TV show. Henry, take the mic. Now then. <laughs> now then. Now then. What is your Star Wars hot take? Right. Um, He's looking good, isn't he? Cheers. Cheers, man. Cheers. Um, I hate. All of the prequels. Are um, you joking? No, no, no. I believe all of the prequels, the height of the prequels, Revenge of the Sith, for me, is four out of ten. What? But you love the Clone Wars. I the think... Clone Wars is my favourite Star Wars thing ever, and that is the best thing that's right. come out Clone of the prequels. Clone Wars? Clone Wars? We got a Clone Wars fan. I think we're going to have some pushback to the prequels <laughs> being pants. The, the, the prequels are pants, in my opinion. <laughs> right. Okay. Right. Okay. I feel like I've been stabbed slightly in my heart. Who here loves the prequels? Who wants to go against this gentleman? Right, right hands there. up. Hands up. Is that... I is saw that, a hand up there. You've, you in the yeah, white there. Who's Yep. Yep. Come on. Come on. I saw the hand go up and down again. Prequel defender. Here we go. Right, round of applause, please. Thank you so much. What's your name? Uh, I'm SJ. SJ. You met me, but I was red. Sif Twi'lek. Sif Twi'lek. There we go. Right. And you you love the prequels. Please explain. So, whoa. Um, Okay. So if we take out the screenwriting, it was a bit iffy. Take out the acting, a bit iffy. The prequels opened up an entire world of other canon stuff that you love, I love, and everyone loves. We would not have gotten it without the prequels. So if you think, if you think, if you think that you don't like the films, you don't like the storylines. Firstly, the original trilogy wouldn't have existed... Wah, ha, ha, wait, wait, wait for it. Wouldn't have existed without George writing all of the build-up to it. Mm-hmm. And what well, well, You're going to have a fight about this, yeah. Um, <laughs> seriously, shake a leg. Um, but if you look at all the pros of what we've gotten from it and the characters we've gotten from it and the, the politics and the controversy... We couldn't have lived without it. We Here we go. You make a valid point. You make a valid point. However, <laughs> we are looking at these films as films. If we look at them as movies, the, the acting is frankly appalling. Um, the, the, what I will say, the music, uh, John Williams slays. John Williams slays. Yeah, he does. The music, he does. the music in Attack of the Clones is the best part of Attack of the Clones, in, in my personal opinion. Um, and Padme. Oh, and Padme. Yeah, and Padme. It, yeah. and, Padme. And, uh, and Ewan's that, that mullet. Menace dress and, uh, yeah, yeah Ewan's Whoa. mullet, Dexter Jetster. I think you're underselling uh, him. Oh, mate. yeah. Dexter's fit as well. Um, Certainly is. Yeah. Um, greasy, beefy boy. Mm, exactly. Uh, but the, if we look at them as movies, because they are 
movies and, and not a, a, a thing to build off of. For me, they just do. They just don't do, do it. Do you, they don't do it. Do you know what I? What what I love about the prequels is that they are so ahead of their time. They look at a huge political spectrum, and they they show you that hey, the Jedi they're the good guys. They're the good guys, but they're wrong. They're imperfect. They're misguided. They've lost they their make way. silly mistakes, and they don't use love. And if you love Return of the Jedi, the whole point of that film, the whole point of the series, the whole point of Star yep. Wars is family, love, redemption. And I just feel like, you know, that moment where Luke saves his father, not by killing someone, that doesn't matter. None of that matters. It's by saving his father. Yep. His father saves him back out of love. That's Star Wars. And I think the caveat to having that moment with the prequels to build up the loss. Am I, am I, are you starting to come a little bit toward the prequels? No, I think that, no. Because, right. like, tonally, it, it's a film for 12 year olds. Like, no one oh. oh. I would just say, oh, one no, second, just no, no one gives up about politics and all of that. Like, like, if it's a thing, tonally, it's all over the place. You've got Jar Jar in one, and then the rest of the film, they're blabbering on about trade Taxation. Routes. Ta- ta- it's hot. The, the opening crawl goes, the taxation of the trade routes to Naboo, and it, it's like, oh, my God. And that didn't excite you as a 12-year-old? Okay. Yeah, let's go. I'm sorry. Let, let me just take it back to your point on let's look at them as films, right? The original trilogy, the, the good things people say about that is, they're so ahead of their time. <laughs> They're not good films. They were just made in oh, the 70s. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We, go. we got some stormtroopers over there. They're going to like come and stand. Oh, come on. They're just rip-off clone troopers. Yeah. <laughs> rip-off yeah. clone troopers. Right. Actual fight. Well, 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 guys, guys. Let's put it to the audience. Yeah, let's put it to the audience. Guys, the prequels, yes. What are we thinking? The prequels, no, not so much. Henry, mate. You might, you we, might we be got, a beautiful geek, but you've lost this one. Guys, Take the thank w. you so much. Thank you, mate. <laughs> right, we've got... I, I know we've got another hot take from one of my friends. Uh, is it... Where's Shawnee Boy? Where's Shawnee Boy? Shawnee Boy. Right, get up here, mate. Get up here. Well, I say one of my friends. This is Matt's brother, so, you know. Come up here, oh, mate. Yeah. Round of applause, please. Take a microphone, brother. Thank you. Right. Okay, so I know this one is going to be a bit controversial. Yes, there was some slight planning for this one because I think you need to include this one. Sean. And it's not controversial in the slightest. Okay. Mm. Um, All right. Okay, I'm going to sit down. And if I can take this opportunity just to say the word execution. Oh, drink. If anyone knows, have a drink. Um. The Last Jedi is by far and away and by an enormous distance the best Star Wars movie ever made. Oh, you're away. Right? Hey, there are people cheering. Hang on. Oh, what? Last louder. Jedi, what are you thinking? Louder there. Okay. Do you, okay. Do, you know what, do you know what the caveat to this is? We've been here all weekend. It's been an awesome event. We, could, we have been speaking about the quality of pastries in the bakery. And then the conversation will go to, I don't, someone was, I don't like The Last Jedi. We're not even bringing it up, but it seems to have come back around again, the Last Jedi discourse. Everyone's talking about it. It just come out of nowhere. So is there anyone here in the audience who thinks the Last Jedi ain't all that? I, oh. 
Right, you Mark, you're wrong. Right. You're wrong, Mark. Oh, I there. see. Is that Mo? Mo, Mo, come here. Oh, mate. no. Come here, come here the mate. The warrior's coming up on stage. Has he, got right. a, has he got one of his hilts? This is like Civil War all over again. Right, round of applause, round of applause for Mo! Ooh. And check out, this, check out the hilt on his belt, this guy. Mo, no, right. have you got an answer to this? Uh, Last Jedi is the reason I can't get through the sequels, even though I try very hard. Um, I feel like Luke was a completely different character to what he was like in the originals. <laughs> what else? Um, it, it just didn't... It clashed a little bit with The Force Awakens. Um, he said he's gone off to an island to die, but yet he left a map to his location in The Force Awakens. Just some of it didn't really make a lot of sense to me. And just a whole tone of the That's movie. That's a good point. Was just <laughs> I didn't think of that. Very yeah. depressing. And yeah, you could, you could argue with JJ or just poor planning in general. I feel like if the sequels yeah. were all done by the same person, I'm sure it would have been good. But It would have been more cohesive, I think. And we're, we're sequel fans. For the, we, we like the sequels. I like The Last Jedi Probably more than you I, do. Yes, slightly. I think, I, I think I, it's great. There are bits in The Last Jedi that I think are near perfect, right? The music and is then really are, good. That, that's, why is everyone saying that? The really music's good. really good. Like, no, it yeah, is, like, isn't it? I, I, no, but there, 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 are moments, there are other moments in The Last Jedi where I'm like, that doesn't quite land it. I'm not a fan of the humour. I think the humour sucks. It's completely different to the humour in The Force Awakens. But Sean, Sean... What are you saying to Mo? What, what, what's your reply? Here we go. No, I, I do massively agree that if the, if the sequels were all written by the same person, yeah, it, that would absolutely make a huge difference. But like for for the middle film in the trilogy, like more actual character development happens in that movie than any of the others. Like the Rise of Skywalker is a, is like a is a train wreck. It's like it goes at seven thousand miles an hour. But hang on, so hang on, fun. hang on, hang on. What do people think of the Rise of Skywalker? Are there fans here? Come on. Yeah, that's it. Well, hang on. Who doesn't like The Rise of Skywalker? Only a few. Not too many, then. <laughs> Somehow, okay. Palpatine returns. I, I don't know. There's a few. There's a few. Yeah, fair enough. Carry on. But yeah, no, 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 no. no. It's, it's not that bad. I did see it a few times. But like, you, you get stuff like the Hondo Maneuver and stuff like it, it is beautiful. It is the most beautiful Star Wars film created. And, and what about uh, Luke? What about like, Luke? Luke is... He's... he's clearly got some kind of like PTSD he is a changed man and he's like that's why he's a changed man and I think we, we, we discussed this on starwarsessions.co.uk or the discord channel good show um, it's a great show you guys should check it out actually um, but um, like loads of people just like I don't like The Last Jedi because they're not twirling around with laser swords and stuff like that it's like it's a grown up Star Wars movie and when you look at like Andor now it's, it's a lot more grown up but it's um yeah, the, the humour is rubbish at the beginning, I'll give you that. But Mo's clenching his fist I think it's a beautiful movie. He's clenching his fist. There is a lot to appreciate about The Last Jedi as a movie. Visually stunning, the music is great. As you say, the character development, especially of Kylo Ren, is amazing in it, more so than Rey. I think there's a, a few concepts in it that I like, the whole idea of the dyad connection. So there is a lot to like about The Last Jedi. The problem was, for me, is always going to be Luke just felt like a completely different character. He was always a hero rushing to save his family, even in the fake, like even when Yoda said to him, you know, you, you can't do this or you'll lose your training. And he said, I don't care. You know, he, it, it doesn't matter about what they represent. I have to go help them. And but he what? just felt like so defeated and like his, his sister is in trouble. 
and he just doesn't care. He just wants to sit there and but fish. But did, did Yoda or Obi-Wan do anything different? They went into exile, right? Yeah. They went into their little caves. And then tried to make Luke kill his own father because they couldn't do it. Okay. Don't have, don't have an answer <laughs> for that one. Right. Okay, right. You well, make, make really good points. I do want to love it, but I just now struggle with it every time. In so. time. Now, what if Star Wars fandom was more like this? Right? What if it actually disagreed politely, right? What if it were more like this? Okay, fantastic. Yeah! Woo! Celebrate the love! We love it. Right. right last Fantas- Jedi. Well done, boys. Well done. Enough. I think The Last Jedi seems to have done quite well. So, um, I know there's somebody in the front row here. This chap here who's been gagging to come up. Gag no longer, my friend. Come on up. Grab the microphone. Okay. So my hot take is, and I might be pushing it, is um, should swear words be in Star Wars? Ooh. Because Don't say any of them. Because I won't <laughs> say them, but in Andor, episode three, for the first time, we heard someone said the S word. Yes, we did. Now, it's not a bad point. It's... I like this point. You, not what, a bad what, point. What's your name, mate? Jay. Jay, I agree with you. I don't think there should... Well, did you say you don't think swear words should be? I um, doesn't think do there should be. You, you've not said. What, what do you think? I, I would think that there should be like a... Should be like some words that are acceptable, like the H word. and But words like the S word, the F word... C word, they shouldn't be on. No, there. not the C word. Yeah. Who wants that? to hear rampant swearing in Star Wars? We don't, yeah, who wants swearing in Star Wars? One. Good, good. The does kids, Star Wars does swearing not belong? No. Does swearing not belong in Star Wars? Oh, we have in in Rebels. We have things like um, what's that? Key? Zeb. He says a carabast. That's that's a naughty word. It's the naughtiest one you could say. But I like when they make up. up. Well, I like when they make up the swear words. You know. Like, Griff, Dank Farrick. And you're like, yeah, great. I can use that when I'm in the kitchen and not get in trouble. You know, it's brilliant. It's perfect. Now, does anyone disagree? Or are we all on the same page? I think you've unified the fandom, mate. Mate, Jay, high five. Jay has done it. Okay. Nice one, man. Thank you so much, dude. There we are. Now, we, we do have a controversial opinion about Kylo Ren. Who loves oh, yes. uh, a thick boy Kylo Ren? Swolo. I've got a mate in the audience who's got a photo where he looks just like Kylo, topless. That's Cowbag over there, and he drew mm, this. Yeah. So, everyone clap Callum. Well just, done, mate. Just for that art, man. Well done. He's right there. Yeah. <laughs> Emma, come up. Come up. Right. Emma, we met Emma yes, uh, on Friday, and she told us this take, and we said, immediately, you're coming up. But before we start that, who here in The Last Jedi, who actually wanted Kylo Ren to put on a cowl? There. Exactly. Keep it off. Yeah. Okay. Keep it off. Right, uh, so Ky- Kylo Ren, I think, or Ben Solo, I think is regarded as one of the big successes of the sequel trilogy. Yep. Um, you don't agree, do you? Um, I really dislike Kylo Ren. Um, mainly because he's not scary. Like, if you think... So, I'm a big Clone Wars fan. And Darth Maul is peak baddie. Yeah, thank you. 
<laughs> and obviously you've got classic Darth Vader and the Emperor being insane. Um, Kylo Ren's a bit rubbish. He's very emo, very whiny. Uh, Do you think you could I'm... ever have a Star Wars villain that's not bigger, more iconic, more fearsome than Vader? Darth Maul. Do you think he's, he's a step above? They need to, they need to take it But if you haven't watched Clone Wars, I don't think you'll understand why. Mm -hmm. okay. He's much, okay. much better in Clone Wars. Okay. That's a hot take. Who here loves Kylo Ren or slash Ben Solo? We got a person. <laughs> we got a person back there. Person who is waving at me. Come. Come hither. <laughs> Round of applause, please. Come on up, Homelander. What's your name, sir? Uh, my name is Zafir. You're a lad. Now, you're a Kylo Ren stan. Yes. The floor is yours. How do you argue I against mean, that? For starters, yes, Darth Maul is the best Star Wars villain. Uh, and he's, he, he is the best because he's, like, really angry. But I feel like we've had all of that before. And I, I feel like the point of Kylo Ren is he, isn't, he just isn't that good. What? <laughs> what do you mean? As in good as in like a good guy. I'll let you handle this. He himself doesn't think he's that good, which is why he True. hates everything. And True. Everyone. He hates himself. He thinks whatever Luke tried to kill him because he's not that good. And then Stroll bullies him because he's not that good. And he comes off as not that good. So he is a bit of an emo. But yeah. in a good way. Yes. Yeah, in like a believable that, way. That, I feel like that's the point of Kylo Ren. Yeah, I think not that good. I like Kylo Ren. I think he's, I think he's a, a layered uh, bad, baddie with some depth. Again, like I think he was the one in the sequel trilogy who had the most development, other than Rey Skywalker in the first film. Um, yeah. Do we have yeah. an argument against what we're hearing? I feel like, I don't know if any of you have seen the live-action Aladdin. <laughs> yes. Yep. But Jafar... Super scary in the animation, absolutely terrible in the live action, not scary at all. And my brother yep. and I always compare him to Kylo Ren, just like a non-scary baddie. But I do agree with what you say, his character development is good. But I just, as a, as a bad guy, who we're supposed to be like, oh, we're going against him, he's just a bit meh. I love Kylo Ren, man, and I love Ben Solo. I, for me, the Rise of Skywalker, again, I have issues with that film, but that scene with Han and Ben oh, at that point. On the Death I, Star. I mean, we did a breakdown about oh. it uh, like a few weeks ago, and that, that scene, I, I genuinely think, is nearly flawless. Yep. It's pretty much flawless. There's, that is just peak Star Wars. Now, what's interesting, I think someone here had their hand up for another counterpoint, right? So, come up, mate. I know you said it's not a count. Round of applause! Here he comes. What's your name, mate? Jack. We know your name, but they don't. Jack. Um, Where are you from, Jack? London. No, there's a right answer. Oh, go away. Kamira clan. <laughs> He's a Mandalorian. This is applause. Actually, He's I'm a actually, Mando. I'm a clone, thank you very much. Oh, he's a clone. He's a clone. He's a clone. All right, okay. Just to continue off what they were saying is the fact that, you know, Kylo's meant to be the main bad of the trilogy, like, like Vader, but he gives off more of like a secondary villain, a bit like Hux was. Like him, they were like, you know, they, he was meant to be the main bad, and then he was, you know, again, overthrown by Snoke, who was more of a main bad than he was. 
do you know what? They're actually convincing me. They're turning me around in this point because now I'm thinking, yeah, actually, as a bad guy, by the end of it, didn't really do anything. I mean, yeah, he killed his dad. We didn't really want to. And then no, I'm with you, didn't go very far I'm with you. There. But I love Forget Kylo Ren, though. But then Forget there's also them. the point where Hux also swapped to the good side. So they've literally done oh, the wait, Let's not talk thing. about that bit. I'm the spy. Hux swapped, Kylo swapped. Exact same movie. It sounds like we're in agreement here that these three don't really like Kylo Ren. Well, you like Kylo Ren, don't you? No. I do like Kylo Ren. I think he's great. Is there but no bad guy? I think he's, he's great. Okay. He's a bad guy. He's a good bad guy. Who thinks Kylo Ren is a good bad guy? He's complicated. Nice. Come on. He's an emo. He's emotional. He's beautiful. He's, he's a mile wide. He looks cool. He's a big he looks boy. cool. We all love it. He he's better what? with the mask on. He was better with the mask on. But better with his top off. Oh, there we go. What a way to win uh, that one, then. What's, what's going on oh, here, guys? What's going on here? Oh, oh look. Oh. <laughs> yeah, take him. Naughty. Take him. His hot takes suck. <laughs> this is what happens when you like Kylo Ren. <laughs> Don't tell him about me. Guys, thank you, guys. Cheers. This isn't part of the plan, but I'm quite happy for it to continue. Still family-friendly, mind, of course. Two big men chaining up my co-host. Okay, we'll get you. Okay. <laughs> Cheers, guys. <laughs> Thank you very much, all of you guys. Right, Thank so you. Kylo Ren, overall, I think that was a thumbs up. Is that right? I think we got a thumbs up. Yeah, thumbs for up. the most part, I'm sorry. Well, who, who's thumbs down now, by the way? Who's thumbs down now? Who Cheer. Cheer. Nah, Les Lessiers. Right. Clear off. Thank you so Clear much, off. guys. Thank you so much. Well, we got some really good hot takes here, I haven't think, we? I think we it was Kylo really, Ren, really though, who said, takes. we're not done yet. So, um, anybody else? I'm trying to see through the lights. I who see, has got I a see, hot take? I see a beautiful man in a Book of Boba Fett series cosplay. Get up here, you silver fox. It's Chris Fox. Round of applause. Oh. Swoon. Isn't it hot? Isn't it hot? It's hot. It, thank it's you. Bright. Thank yeah. you, mate. Right. See hot, hot take. What you got for us? You ready for this? I'm ready. C-3PO serves zero purpose to the story from start to finish. Hold on. Where's Anthony Daniels? Is he still here? He's going to come chase me down, <laughs> isn't it? So yeah. C-3PO. What's the point of him? A waste, a waste of time. Of right. Oh, we got some claps. Okay. Who agrees? Who agrees? Who here is a massive fan of C-3PO? You, I can see you over there with the hand up there with the glove on. In the court on the end there with the glove on. Yep, you. I see you waving. Yep. Come on up. Oh. Come on up again. Oh, second appearance. There we go. As you could tell. I can't see. Yeah, Matty boy. There we go. Uh, no, Blind. Right. So, microphone. Yeah. C-3PO. Yeah, C-3PO. He's, um, he's a nice, funny English man. And also, I don't understand why people don't like a diversity of different droids in Star Wars. I think having a nice, grounded, com comedic character is refreshing. Um, I, don't, I don't know about his purpose, but then arguably what purpose do other droids serve? What? Yeah, he's comic relief. I don't understand how that's not a purpose to a film. Answer that, what? mate. <laughs> Jar Jar's comic yeah. relief. And does he work? But he's not a droid. I think Jar Jar works 
is funnier than 3PO. <laughs> oh! You think, who thinks Jar Jar's funnier than C-3PO? Come on! And we, 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 we're fans of Jar Jar on this stage. We love we a bit do, of Jar Jar. Well, I don't, we love Armin. We dabble in the Jar Jar. We love Armin. We dabble in the Jar Jar. I just think, if you actually, like, he's in six films, like all the films, he's that character, him and R2. R2 you need. R2 can't go without him. He has purpose. But 3PO, if he, he left R2 on Tatooine, off you go, son. Yeah, oh! He was a god true. to the Ewoks. If, if it wasn't for 3PO, Han and Luke eaten by Ewoks. Oh, Chris, mate! Nah, there's He's a way been out of this. done. Don't know how. What's the way out? Come What's on, the son. way out? Come on. Luke, Luke used his. Me- ah, 3PO didn't get him out. He only got him out because Luke lifted him up, made him look like a god, scared all the Ewoks. But to the Luke Ewoks, he has purpose. Yeah. But Luke would have found a way out of that still. Luke, Luke could have, like, Luke force found, yeah. exploded the Ewoks. Boom, Ewoks popping everywhere. Yeah, he could yeah. have killed him. Luke was the hero there. Yeah. Right. Rise. Red arm. He is Without good in Rise, arm, he's good in Rise of Skywalker. Right. So what are we thinking? C-3PO. Are we thinking Sack it's a waste off. of time? Are we sucking him off? Who, who agrees? Who agrees? Oh, Chris, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Well, your cosplay looks good, okay. mate. <laughs> who who agrees with Ed? C three PO is. Sorry, mate. I'll, I'll con- oh, yeah, I can see. Unanimous, unanimous. Well done, well done, Ed. Sorry, Chris. No worries. Sorry, Chris. Right, that's a spicy one. Uh, have we got other hot takes? Where I'm liking the hands. I'm liking the hands. The man with the cap here. That's a risky game, and I can't really see people. Whenever. Oh, I know. That is a risky game. Come, Come up. Mic. Grab a microphone off the sofa and tell the world your name. Hi, I'm Charlie. Charlie. And my hot take is that resetting the canon back in 2014 was a good thing. I'm with you there. Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. So there are already people that are disagreeing. Who, who loves the old canon, the old expanded universe, the Yuzan Vong, all that stuff? Who loves that? Oh, who, 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 just, who just wooed? Who just wooed? Jack, was that you? Come up here, mate. Someone else. He, he, he wasn't wooing. Come here, come here. And who else? Who else loves the old canon? Yeah, it is Sif Twi'lek. Come on. Oh, there's a someone over there on the bottom left. Yes. You did it. You put your hand up. We see you. You put and, your hand up. And at the up. back as well, there's someone as well. He's come waving. Up, come up here. Come up here. Come on, okay. son. All right. To defend the honour of the EU yep. of legends. Round of comes. applause, please. What a beard. What a guy. Yes. What's your name, mate? Michael. Michael. So you're here to basically dispute everything Charlie said. You're going to tell him it's rubbish. The floor is yours. I, I will do. Um, before I do that, I want to say... Uh, something about The Last Jedi. Uh, because Leia does her worst impression ever of Superman <laughs> early on in the film, and it's one of the worst scenes I think I've ever, ever seen in Star Wars. Yeah. I'm, put that out there. Okay. I'm not defending that. There's a so, few claps. So I don't like that scene. Also, we mentioned earlier on about uh, Darth Maul being probably one of the greatest villains. Darth Cryer is by far and away the greatest villain that oh, ever existed. There she is over oh. there. Oh! So yes, you got you got a cheer, you got a cheer. Yeah, uh, thank you very much. Uh, also, the best character in Star Wars, without doubt, is Cade Skywalker. 
Wow, so we, we are We're doing going in now. expand. You are pro expanded universe. Yep. Okay, Charlie. My perspective is on this is actually incredibly simple. I'm a new Star Wars fan. Yep. Yep. Which means yep. that if I had to go through and read through and watch through and and read all the comics and all of the books and all of the everything from all of the extended universe, I would have given up out of the gate. I would not True. have gotten anywhere. Have you tried reading some of those old stories? I have decided that instead of going back and reading stuff that has become not canon, I am going through all of the canon stuff and filling my brain with that instead. This is my um, kind of guy. <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> I am more or less up to date with all of the visual material at this point and I just acquired all the Thrawn books over at Penguin so that's my nice one. nice the Thrawn but books would, they're good I yeah never, I would never yeah. have gone back and, and mm -hmm. revisited all of the old stuff because there's so much it's so intimidating so there's got to be a reason now why Charlie should go back you know what why should, should he go back and check it out what's so good I, about Legends it is a fair point uh, I do feel a little bit bad that you one of your first interactions with Star Wars was uh, episode 7, 8 and 9, I mean, they're, they're really not what I would believe to be the greatest parts of Star Wars. Um, so I obviously went into the future with the expanded universe when I was talking earlier. But if I want to go all the way back and give you a reason to look into the past, um, you can go into sort of like um, the Old Republic. And the Old Republic is a phenomenal deep dive into the Jedi at, the, at their high point. The light wars, the dark wars, all that existed there, the hyperspace wars, absolutely brilliant sort of series. And they sort of set up everything that exists in terms of the galaxy that comes into the new state that we have today. Uh, any Old Republic fans here, by the way? A couple. A couple. Wow, that is less than I thought there'd be. No, no KOTOR fans, really? Like, not that bothered? Yeah, there's a guy in a Mando helmet. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. All right. What, what, what do you think, mate? The thing is, because we've lost all the stuff from Legends, so it kind of like left a blank slate with like what was coming in the future. Because obviously when Mad Batch came out, when the f uh, spoilers, by the way, um, to, but it's on you. Um, in the end episode, you know, Kamino gets destroyed, which means it's way less likely we're going to get something like Starkiller, which could have been amazing to have a live-action Starkiller. Good, good. What was that? Carry on. Yeah. And it's like we miss out on so many things. Like we, we don't. Like it's, a, it's just leaving us in the dark for what Disney are going to do because we don't know about stuff like are they going to bring back some of the cool like viruses and stuff like that made like for example zombie troopers. Probably not anytime soon, mate. Exactly, but like that could be something cool to bring into live now, action. Now I can't stand Star Killer. I think that is a canon like no, ru no ruining thing like a dude who can bring down a star destroyer you know and a, like zap like a planet to death i don't know it's a bit ott yeah. now here, here's a question for you guys and for you guys up here do you think because you you raised the point that like the the old canon was so big it's so vast like how would how could a new person get invested in it now i i'm a massive star wars fan obviously do, do you not necessarily think with the new canon it could be like that with the shows with the films with the shows, with even more shows. What, what, what do you think? The difference there is that the new stuff is accessible. You can find it. I am not local. I am Danish. I flew in, which means that if I want to find all of the old novels, all of the old comics, I have to go deep diving and probably into torrents 
in order to find it, which I prefer oh. not to because it's just inaccessible. But all of the new stuff, all the stuff that's currently canon, you can find that. It's out there and it's accessible. Yeah. That, that, no, that's a fair point. I, lo- I love me a bit of canon. Me and Luke, we debate this all the time. But I can't read and listen to all of it because there is, even now, I find there's still too much of it. And not all of it's great. Some of it is. Some of it's a bit waff. But I can't always keep up with it. But I do agree it's more accessible. But also that's just a product of the fact that they did whack all that stuff away from the early 90s and when, in 2014, 2012, sorry it's a digital era so it's, it will make it that little bit easier but the point I, I agree with I mean, Yuzan Vong like, they're pretty out there like, <laughs> someone definitely took some sort of substance and wrote that stuff down, thought it was Somebody a good idea I'm not the biggest fan, it's a bit crazy, a bit Star Trek-y for me not the biggest fan uh, have either of you guys changed your minds or are you coming to a healthy disagreement? What are you thinking? I still disagree, but I, I can see where you're coming from with More it lad. and stuff like that. And like the accessible thing, that's very true. You're not wrong. It was about balancing the force. Love oh, it. Good lad. Love it. And that's how Star Wars should be. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you so much, guys. Now... Those were our hot takes. Those were your hot takes. Thank you so much for coming to our show. Uh, Like I said, we do a weekly show. It's on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you can find a podcast. Please tune in. It's Star Wars Sessions as this beefcake is displaying right here. Uh, Check us out. Please subscribe. Leave a like. Leave a review. StarWarsSessions.co.uk is where you'll find all of the good stuff. If you like what you've heard here today, please do check us out. Give us a little like, give us five stars, or just slide into the DMs. We don't mind that. Let us know what you think about the show. But we want to thank everyone for coming today, for joining in, for coming up on stage, and for giving us such fantastic content, and for keeping us going for the last few years. So thank you, everyone. This is the way. This is the way. This is the way. This is the way. I, I, I've always yeah, wanted to on, do this. I've always Here wanted to do this, right? Ooh. I'm going to say boba, boba, boba. You say fet, 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 right? Okay. Boba, 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 boba. Boba, boba, boba. Boba, boba, boba. Boba, 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 boba. Yes. All right. Thank, Thank you so you. much, guys. Have a good time. Thank you. Hi, this is Roger Christian, the Academy Award winning set decorator on the first Star Wars, and you're listening to Star Wars Sessions, probably Britain's greatest Star Wars podcast. They were some hot takes, you big boy, you big old beefy boy. They were some hot takes by us, and they were some hot takes by the crowd, the attendees to our MCM panel what an absolute filthy day that was uh it was a great time we loved doing a live show getting to do one at mcm thank you to read pop for the opportunity for that and for the audio it was a great time and mate we got some filthy takes you look good on stage it was bright i you know we all look good you look good we all look good listeners look good mo look good sean looked good henry looked good yeah it was great come on come on come on son Come on, well, it's a celebration. This is a celebratory event. So let's go and have a drink, mate. Thankfully, we've pulled up the Essex Falcon outside of our favourite dusty drinking hole, the Bantina. The only question that remains is, of course, shall we? Let's do it. Can I 
I offer you a libation to celebrate the closing of our shared narrative. A libation. Can I persuade you to join us for a drink? Anthony, give me the spiciest drink you got. Pour me another Park Kellen sling. Where are you going, Master? For a drink? Yes, here we go, bartender. Hello, we are back again. For those who are new to the show or old, each week we sit down with you lot, the greatest listeners in the galaxy. We have a couple of Kef beers, and we get your thoughts on our main discussion, and this week was a doozy. We've just given you our hot takes. We wanted to hear more of your hottest takes on Star Wars. Yes, mate. We we got some absolute filth. Uh, people <laughs> really, really, really fueling the spice train on this one, mate. Um, Instagram, let's let's kick us off. By the way, we have a real diversity of opinion. A real diversity <laughs> yes. of opinion. We have a lot of comments. We're going to read out some of them. But if you want to read the rest of them, just head to our socials, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, for, for them, because like, they really are, like, incredible. Um, Mo, Sif Slayer, you, you might have just heard him a bit earlier. He says this, Andor is a great spy thriller, but it's got as much to do with Star Wars as Game of Thrones does. And that was one of the most popular comments on our, on Instagram. Um, Hunter, Twin Sons Collecting, says Hunter and Bad Batch Echo are two of the most boring Star Wars characters of all time and need to be killed off so Bad Batch can become fun. All they do is groan, sigh, and try and out-stoic each other. Um, it's dull as dishwater. Uh, the best episodes are the ones they don't appear in. Uh, Lukey Boy Summerfield, no matter what Disney or Lucasfilm would have done or released with the sequel trilogy, it would have still come under mass hate from certain fans. Matilda, Swedish Jedi, you already know what's coming. Tross is actually a great movie. Not perfect, but great absolutely love it um the little edition emma says you know my strong feelings already but kylo ren as a villain character is so awful um yeah we, we we've Just already heard, heard that, yeah. that we've already heard she, that she and it's, doesn't like him it's uh, you, you gotta you gotta say it again do you know what i mean planet express the force unleashed is wildly overrated and so is Starkiller as a character i'm into a fun op jedi sith character and had a fun um and it was a fun hack and slash game um as much i know he likes a fun hack and slash as much as the next fan but i replayed it recently and it is not worth the hype um, jimmy jimmy from kansas says the high republic will be made into movies and will almost be as popular as the original trilogy Jimmy. here's an interesting one pure cosplay anakin was never really a good person and we we've got tons more tons more i think your brother matty boy he he did loads <laughs> mostly focused around the last jedi i mean it was Gobs. a joy it was a joy to see but yeah we got we got loads we got loads on Instagram. We got loads on the old Twits and the Facebook as well. So like Lukey Boy, I'll blast through a couple of them. Some of those popular ones that got a lot of the old likes. Uh, Neve, R2, She2. She said she's got quite a few that'll get her into trouble, but she'll go with The Force Awakens was right to use the New Hope story formula. It made it familiar and fun, but it also adds so many new refreshing elements to its story that I think it's unfair for anyone to regard it as a copy uh, we've got mm. Charlie Ashby. Star Wars fans should be ejected into space. 
Charlie, you love it. He knows it. Um, going mm-hmm. down, honestly, like Lukey Boy said, there were so many that we got. Kylo Ben, regardless if Lucas had sold the company in 2012 or not, it wouldn't have made a difference for the Legends continuity. If things had gone his way and he made another trilogy, it wouldn't have been with pre-established characters. We live in the best-case scenario of that decision. Mason Ridge, Andor was mid at best. Um, Blue Soaker, the success of The Mandalorian, ironically began the descent of live-action Star Wars. It gave the heads at Lucasfilm a signal that live-action shows us in high demand, leading to Book of Boba, which is pretty bad, Kenobi, which is terrible, and all good but really boring, and Ahsoka, which he says is not authentic. Uh, Keith, lad, says Rebels is better than Clone Wars, and Will Walker, Attack mm. of the Clones, is the third best Star Wars movie. So some absolute filth coming from Twitter, and just quickly jumping over to the old book face, Facebook, Vadim Simmons, Demando is the best Star Wars since Return of the Jedi. Uh, Jamie, uh, Jamie Richards is telling us he, he drew the flame trooper from The Force Awakens. I bet it was really good, Jamie. He didn't show us, though, so I don't know if I can believe you. Tracy Haig, Kanan Jarrus is an underrated Jedi and should be appreciated more. And this one got me, because he said me in it. Craig Pyra said, Finally mm-hmm. read Lost Stars after a few years of a certain someone highly recommending it. Now, Good lad. I know two people who like Mills and Boone's books. My mother and Matt Hudson. Jokes aside, it was actually awesome. Like, <laughs> Thank you for that, mate. I appreciate it. But like Lukey Boy said, there are so many. And we, we, we don't say that lightly. There are so many hot takes. Some were, some were dubious in, in their takes because it's one of the ones that gets the, gets the discussion going. Some mm-hmm. were more blunt, basically saying, mm-hmm. I want to see more Quinlan Voss. It's filth. We've got so many. Go to our socials, check them out. We'd love to know more of yours, but we'd like to know which ones you would love uh, more discussion on. But we did get a lot. We do thank you for sending them. If we didn't read yours out this week, don't be disheartened. Keep on commenting and we'll do everything we can to get you on a future episode of The Bantina. For extra content, go to patreon.com forward slash Star Wars Sessions. You know it's going to be... So good. Best podcast. Best podcast. Best podcast. That's right. Spice is part of the Bantino. Uh, To kick us off this week, it's Anders Blom. Let's hear it, mate. Hey, Matt and Luke. How are you doing? This is Andreas. So, out of nowhere, Lucasfilm has contacted you and given you the go-ahead to actually pitch the story for a show, an animation of Luke Skywalker between Return of the Jedi and The Force Awakens to tell what, all right? So, it is up to you to pitch the story. What would you like to see in an animation, Luke Skywalker, between Return of the Jedi and The Force Awakens, what does he do? What is the story? So, let me know. I have my ideas, but I'd like to know what uh, you think. Go ahead. What a question uh, to kick off the Patreon section. Matty boy, what are you saying there, man? Um, I'd love to know what Anders' Andreas' one is. He's teased us saying he knows what his is. 
Wait, the beard to be feared, you've got to tell us. Um, <laughs> I'd like to see an, an oiled-up Luke Skywalker, bigger than Arnold yes. Schwarzenegger, pulling down Star Destroyers from the sky, and, you know, using, using the Force to rip people in. No, I don't want to see any of that rubbish. Keep it to yourself. Keep it in, Legends. Um, no, I would like... I'd, basically, this is pretty boring. I'd like to see what they set up in The Force Awakens, in The Last Jedi, that mm-hmm. Han Solo said, Luke's off looking for you know the first jedi temple he's trying to find all these relics just give me more of that but not necessarily each week he finds a new temple on a new planet just i just love a story about luke skywalker discovering more about the jedi who they were by the last jedi he knows that the jedi fell he knows that they let darth sidious rise to power and wipe them all out let's i'd love to find out like an animated story of him finding out about that they're going around finding about the Jedi, and then in that sense, we can also find out more about you know the prequel era Jedi, whilst also unlocking new potential or new Force abilities. Not in like a Jedi Fallen Order way, but he he needs to open it. If, if he's such a powerful Jedi by the time of Episode Eight, where's he learning this from? How is he learning it? Who's he communing with? Is he talking to Yoda? Is he talking to Obi Wan or whomever mm-hmm. he might be? We've seen him with Ahsoka in the Book of Boba Fett slash Mando. I'd love mm-hmm. to see more of that, but my only, for me, if I was highlighting it, um, greenlighting it, sorry, like Under said, it wouldn't be mental on Luke and Ahsoka go on a mission every other rep. I don't want to see that. I have no interest in that because that feels too fan servicey for me. That feels mm-hmm. too on the nose and a bit. I look, I love the comic books, but it feels like a bit of what I'd read in the comics, which can sometimes go mental. Yeah. I'd love it to just be Luke and maybe someone like Lord Santeca every now and then. Finding out about the Force, mate. Finding out about the, what, why Ooh. the Jedi fell, and in his mind, in his mind, putting into place what he thinks are the building blocks for the next generation. But make it obviously, you know, jazz it up a little bit. But it's not the most exciting answer. But for me, it's the one I'd want to see. But what about you, mate? You're in charge of this. What are you picking? Yeah, it's, it's a funny one because really, uh, I don't think anything remotely like this can can exist until a long time a long time in the future basically once they wrap up the mandoverse um that way we'll know what's what's left to play with right so i'll say that to start off with andreas right um but in 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 principle yeah my idea is that let's go back to the roots of star wars but still make it you know family friendly enough and, and, and friendly enough for kids to to thoroughly enjoy and really yes. take away something from it i'd make it almost like a family soap opera mate yeah Ooh. going back to the roots of star wars yeah so it's luke um figuring out a bit like what you said yet yeah, new temples remnant forces going to rescue grogu yeah all yeah. all th- all things like that what whilst there's the family drama of you know han and leia you know, what's going on with Han and Leia? What's going on with Lando? What's going on with Ben Solo, eventually? Um, Good show. I, you know, it's, it's, to, me, to me, that's just... That's, that's, that's what I would do. That's what I would do. Mm-hmm. Because it's Star Wars through and through. And I think, it, I think it could work. I think something like that could really work. Because it would be light-hearted, and we all know what happens with Han and Leia and stuff, but you can approach it in a light-hearted family way, yeah. and it could be really, really cool. But I'm going to just say, like what Matty Boy said, is the adventure side of that. It's exactly that, and and really, really, you don't want to stray too far away from from that. I don't think for a cartoon show. 
so there we go mate um great question though andreas yeah. we love it you love it the kids would certainly love it uh my boy what else have we got on the questions well that was a good one to start with let's hear your answer andreas can the next one top it let's find out paul buckle here mm. he is mm-hmm. the king of oxford says so the mandalorian trailer season three made me ponder who is occupying mm. the former jedi temple after palps popped his space clogs in return of the jedi can't recall any new canon regarding it i bet it's now a space weather spoon imagine the split stairs to the loo anyway have a good one so uh paul's obviously talking about the the jedi temple or the or palps's hq on coruscant what do you reckon happened to it after return of the jedi oh you know it's um it's museum that you know <laughs> the kids can go to and they'll love it and there's a statue of jar jar there and you know he's holding a uh, a cider and uh he's just you know it's cantina two in it cantina two <laughs> venue that's it, that's what it's a venue mate it's a venue for getting getting on 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 the party getting on, on the get- vibes getting on the force mate um no it's, it's a really it's a really good question i will isn't there a can- canonical answer of what they did with the Jedi Temple, like with like post Revenge of the Sith? Didn't they do Re- something with in it? Revenge Did, of the it like Sith, basically, basically, Palp. It was. Mm. I think I, I don't know if this was also pillaged from Legends, but the Jedi Temple that we see in the prequels was built on top of a like a Sith ruins. I don't know. It, underneath it is a essentially a Sith temple, but they built the Jedi one on top of it, and then when all the Jedi fell. Palps took over. He, he took the Jedi Temple as his own personal HQ, as his palace, basically. Um, mm-hmm. So it became, you know, he kind of took took back what was once the Sith's plot. Right. See, I don't know. I don't know. I, I honestly, this might not be the answer you expect, Paul. I think that it'd probably be knocked down. Do you know what I mean? And not glorified or anything, you know? Because the Jedi Temple, like Luke, goes to Acto, doesn't he? And there's no mention of like a temple on Coruscant or anything like that. And that's probably very much symbolic of, you know, the Jedi being open to manipulation from Palpatine because they are so far from what they should be. You know, and you guys have heard the episode. If you've not, go listen to it. We did a great episode a while back on, you know, why the Jedi were kind of not great you know that there was a lot of fault with the jedi in the prequels so that's probably my answer and 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 in truth right now i i kind of see it as it's not that important yeah it is it's a building and it's an icon from a past mistake yeah so matty boy what do you think mate can you can you enlighten me with your canonical knowledge or have you got a different thought am i looking at it too harshly what do you reckon mate? no i don't think so man in terms of canonical knowledge i know that in in the aftermath book like right after mm. palps has fallen massa yep. is holed up in there that's he's kind of like holed up in there and he's holding fort but nothing is essentially happening there it's just it, like you say it's just a derelict building which has echoes of you know, old time, the, Je- the fall of the Jedi, and now it's just uh, the old seat of power. So as far as I'm aware, unless somebody wants to tell me from something else, I haven't read anything about what happens to it. Because it's on Coruscant, mate, and we know that until recently, they've kind of 
been shying away from anything to do with Coruscant. Uh, they, yeah. You know, we've seen it in Andor now. We've seen it. We're going to see it in Mando, I think. Possibly uh, Jedi Survivor, maybe. Um, so I think there's a reason why we don't know. It's because they, we haven't really seen anything to do with Coruscant. We've, it's been mentioned in books and comics, just like in passing, or that maybe they've gone there. But as far as I'm aware, nothing's really happened there of any note. And I like you so, like you said, I wouldn't be surprised if it is either it hasn't just been laid to rest and got rid of. Mm. Or it has just literally, it just still stands as an empty monument, as a, as a shell almost. You know, right. youngling bodies splayed out and all the rest of it like they want there. Um, I'd be interested. I, I know, like, like you say, it's one of those things that, in the grand scheme of things, doesn't really matter. And that's not to denigrate your point, Paul, to say that your question doesn't. But in the end of the day, no. it doesn't matter. But at the same time, if they could come up with a really cool answer as to what happened to it, like, did it get taken over by smugglers? Did it become like a bounty hunter's like the bounty hunters guild like coruscant um hq or did it get bored i would it would be quite fun to find out but it's not one of those things where i need to know but it, it is open for some cool ideas and if it did become a space weatherspoons yeah the, 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 the stairs to the lavies would be unbearable unbearable we we love though to it's a good question and it's something that i never thought of and that's why I love the Patreon questions. We get some brilliant points and, and questions that are like, I'm like, yeah, I never thought of that. That's brilliant. And I, I love getting different people's perspectives. That's yes. kind of a cornerstone of this poddy, right? Um, yeah. Thank you so much for yeah, sending cheers, that Paul. in, Paul. Let us, as per usual, let us know what you think. And the last uh, Patreon question of the show goes to a guy who does get involved in the old punch up here and there. It's a uh, big boy, Jessup. Alex Jessup, Matty Boy, let's hear it. Hi, Matt and Luke. Um, it's Jessup here. Um, I'm not doing too good, if I'm honest, and I'd imagine that a lot of the sessioners are the same. I've just not been right since Dave Dunn cut off those lovely, long, luscious locks of his. I implored him not to do it, but there we go. What can you do? <laughs> anyway, my first patron question of 2023 is this. Uh, so Palpatine had uh, three apprentices, um, Maul, Dooku, and then uh, Anakin slash Vader. Do you think that that was always in t- uh, his intention, was to, to use them and to move on to the next be- uh, better one? Or uh, was he, you know, planning on having one? Um, don't know if there's anything mentioned in uh, canon about that. But um, I'd love to hear what you guys think. Uh, all the best, and see you soon. We love to see it uh, and hear it in this instance. Jessup, um, Matty boy, cheeky question. Uh, Palps, Three Apprentices, Maul, Dooku, Anakin. What are you saying, mate? What are you saying? Well, firstly, yep, Dave Dunn's hair is now one ah. with the Force. You know, mm-hmm. it's come back as a force ghost one day he's just gonna have like <laughs> imaginary blue hair that'd be great um good question though Jessup, mate um i think it's a little bit of both to be honest i think when he had more as his apprentice i i think at that point he was like yep this guy is going to be my apprentice going forward but then a ripple in the force happens and he finds out about anakin now this all of course depends on what you want to believe did palps mm. create anakin if he did then the whole thing was a, a ruse to get Anakin. If, if, so th- th- basically, there's two answers. The, the answer being, if he had no idea about Anakin until the F- Phantom Menace, then Maul was going to be his apprentice. He finds out about Anakin, 
and then he puts the building blocks in place. He gets Dooku on board with the knowledge that he is going to... Oh, he's going to do what happens. He's going to have his head cut off and recruit Anakin. Um, so I think Duke, Dooku was always a means to an end. I think that was always the case. And I think Revenge of the Sith pretty much spells it out for me. Mm-hmm. Now, if, if, of course, he did manipulate the midichlorians to create life, then I think the plan all along was to have these people do his bidding have these goons maul and duke at his bidding until anakin came of age and came in power so i think there's two answers in terms of canonical who knows we're never going to know because i don't think they're ever going to explain you know the conception of anakin this miracle birth thing i don't think we're ever going to find out and i'm quite happy not to like yoda's species keep some Mm -hmm. things a mystery um so it's from a certain point of view if he knew about anakin then maul and dooku were just a means to an end if he didn't I think Maul was originally going to be his his apprentice until he finds out. But remember, the Sith crave power. So Atso Palpatine knew at some point he was going to be overthrown or they are going to attempt to overthrow him. Mm. Uh, so, And Palpatine had no intention of giving up his power. So I think he probably would have just kept going through apprentices. And in the comics, he, tr- he, he tried to kill off Darth Vader and get new apprentices as a test for Darth Vader. So I don't think he was really... I think as long as he kept power, he didn't care, but from a certain point of view depend, depends on which line of thought you want to believe I'm more I'm going to lean more into the second one that he really found out about Anakin really in the Phantom Menace and that's when he decided right I'm going to plan from here onwards but what about you mate do you think it was a, a given from the beginning that Anakin was going to be number one or do you think he stumbled across it no I think he stumbled across it mate I think <laughs> it's, it's first and foremost it's a fantastic question really good a great one though, question Jesse, mate. Um, I think that there's a lot of nuance in the story and i think actually um a question like this almost kind of in my opinion disproves the whole anakin or was created by palpatine you know stuff personally i think that's a load of rubbish i think it's an absolute loads of load of tripe and i think it's some creators taking liberties matey boy they're taking liberties mate and they know they can do something very vague and get people talking without really taking the responsibility of saying oh yeah this happened no 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 they just leave it vague right i think it's a load of rubbish yeah i think it's a load of tosh <laughs> yeah, happy. um and, it, and it, yeah I, I think it's i think it's really stupid but um i will go on and say that i think anakin was kind of a an unexpected challenge in the journey of someone like Palpatine who clearly knew his endgame. He clearly had this grand plan and then this sudden kid comes along who is a bit old to do the Jedi trials mm-hmm. or whatever it is and become a Padawan. He's a phenomenal pod racer. You know, we will watch your career with great interest. I think yeah. he views Anakin as a threat and that is exactly why um, Palpatine um what's the word he he um he grooms him grooms him that's exactly the word yeah. yeah he's groomed and he's groomed because anakin is a threat not because yeah. he can be a potential ally and mm-hmm. so uh, palpatine doesn't care Pal- palpatine doesn't care about what apprentice he has he just uses each apprentice as a tool vader yes. was a tool luke was the next tool he was going to use in the original yep. trilogy right? and then so, Ray as well yeah yeah precisely so i think that ultimately ultimately i think anakin was kind of like a, oh this this makes things a little bit difficult this kid could actually bring me down this kid could actually kill me 
prime Anakin, prime Anakin before Mustafar, you know, not many people are beating him, mate. Not not yeah, many no. people other than Obi Wan, only because he had the high ground. That's you know it. Yeah, I mean? but, ground, yeah, that's it. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. But um, here we go, mate. Phenomenal question. Great use of Patreon. Great use of Patreon <laughs> question. We love yes. to see it, don't we, Matty boy? We do. Jesse, mate, what a way to kick off, as you say, your first Patreon question of the year. We hope to get 11 more bangers like that as well. Same to you, Paul. Same to you, Andreas. As always, we want to know your answer to all of these questions. We did get another Patreon question through from the King of Wales, old Pangu himself, Matthew Bell. And it was regarding star- timelines in Star Wars and are they getting convoluted? However, we, we've got in our little spreadsheet, you know, we, we're looking ahead to that one day to maybe do an episode about the timelines in Star Wars, mm-hmm. how easy is it to follow? Is it getting a little bit too muddled up? We've, not, blah, we've blah, had blah, that blah. noted down for a while, haven't we? We've, we've had, had that, that one, one for a while. And then mm. Matty Bell sent this question in and we're like, well, we could answer it, but we're just going to be stepping on our own toes. So Matty Bell, your question actually plays into a future main episode regarding that subject, which we'll get out at some point over the next few weeks and months. So, mm-hmm. um, so your Patreon question will not go amiss. We will read it out as part of that episode to say, mm-hmm. you know, Matty Bell hunk himself come up with this one so uh, that's going to bring an end to the patreon questions for january we've got some absolute bangers and it's also going to bring an end to our time in the bantina this week it's always good fun but bartender sorry about the mess we're going to be back again same time again next week here in the bantina It's the Star Wars Sessions Game! Doom! That's right. Every week we end the episode with a cheeky Sessions Game. Uh, Matty Boy was just there playing with his lightsaber. Um, you've, you've put it away now. You put it away, and you're ready to play the game. What, what what lightsaber were you using? Just quickly, there, mate. I was using the lightsaber from Sabers Pro, which is a fantastic lightsaber. It was on the rainbow setting because my daughter was playing with it, uh, and Rainbow's kids, she loved it. So uh, yeah. Sabers Pro, check out our socials for more info on where you can get one of those bad boys. They're well Yet. worth it. Yeah, 10% off using code Star Wars Sessions if you want. But do you know what? This wasn't even an ad. Matty Boy was literally just mucking about. And I thought, do you you know what? Let's just include that. It's the game though, Matty Boy. Earlier today, earlier today, what did I ask? I asked, are you still out, mate? And you you were like, yeah, I'm out. Just finished working. Just finished working. You were on the way home, weren't you, mate? That's right. Um, I asked you to pop to the shops, didn't I? A very unorthodox question from Luke Blake. And I was like, can you pop to the shop? And a shop, request mate? as well. Yeah. I said, can you pick up a packet of marshmallows? <laughs> mate, I've got two packets because I didn't know what oh. on earth you wanted me to do with them. Have you ever heard of the game Chubby Bunny? <laughs> uh, I've been called that a few times, so yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've heard of Chubby Bunny, but you but enlighten me on the rules again. We're gonna be we're gonna be playing Chubby Bunny, mate. And <laughs> one by one, uh, one by one, we're gonna be playing um, Jetster, Dexter Jetster. See, I got it wrong, Dexter Jetster. And you're gonna be doing you're gonna be saying Dexter Jetster, yeah. Yep. 
every time you put a marshmallow in your mouth. So open up the packet. Open right. up the packet. I, yeah. Classic pink and white ones from a supermarket nearby. A posh one, actually, yeah. in fact. So hopefully they're quite nice. Cheeky white other supermarkets mate. are available. Um, right, I've got them open, mate. Uh, There's quite a lot in there. We're starting off with a hat trick, mate. So you need to put three in your mouth to start off with. Let's go two pink and one white. How Let's, big are uh, they? If you had to, like, are they the I'd size say of like, about 50p an or inch like high, quarter? an inch wide? So they're stubby little things. They are stubby. Oh yeah. Okay. Start off with two then. Start off with two, two of them because they're quite. They are quite white. girthy. They're quite oh, girthy. I've all got. I've all got to eat them. No, you got to keep them in your mouth. Oh, okay. What Dexter Jet? So now say Dexter Jetster. Dexter Jetster. <laughs> Easy. Easy. Yeah, Put another one in. Yeah, another one. <laughs> Dexter Jetster. Again. Yeah. Put another one in. <laughs> Dexter Jetster. Yep, put another one in. Nothing is. Yeah, what? Yeah, another one. Ah, he's got a big gob. He's got a big gob. Yeah, and one more for us. Oh. Right, excellent. We got it. And and Matty Boy, um, we're going to change it up quickly. Can you just say for us Ezra Bridger? Okay, that's all right. Can can you say for us um, Gian Ocean Battle Tank? <laughs> what was that last bit? <clears throat> what was that last bit? <laughs> okay. Robert Ezra Bridger. Ezra Bridger. Qui Gon. Oh, yeah, you're doing still good. Um, can you say Grogu, but after you've put another marshmallow in your mouth? <laughs> Are you near capacity? <laughs> He spit. He spat someone (laughs) on his mic shield. Yes, mate. Yes, mate. Can you say Jar Jar Binks? Uh, It's like foaming. Oh, he's, he's gonna spit some out. You can, you can tap out, mate. You can tap out. He taps out. He's tapping out. He's done. He's gonna choke. He's gonna choke. Are you just gonna sl- Are you just gonna eat them bit by bit? Oh yeah, man. I got him. By the end there, I didn't know if I was gonna choke, be sick, or laugh everywhere. <laughs> You did really well, mate. You did very, very, very well. Well, well that's Next it. Week, well, well done, mate. Get yourself some marshmallows. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sure. There you go. That see, it's good for you, really. Binds you up. Binds you up. So, keep me up all night. Yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe. But chug it down with a milkshake or something, mate. <laughs> I've actually got some milkshake here. I, know, I didn't realize yeah, how hard that game was. <laughs> I know you have. Mm, oh, that bit. Ju- mm. 
should I should I do the outro, mate, while you're chewing oh. on uh, the rest of your? Um, I get rid, I had to get rid of those do, last Let me bits. do an impression. Let me do an impression. Well, that's that for this episode of Star Wars session. But the fun doesn't end there. No one's ever really gone. Where can the world find us, Master Blind Walker? <laughs> I'm back. Good job. Where can the world find us, Master Blywalker? All right, okay. Yeah, StarWarsSessions.co.uk. Search for us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. We will be there. Just search Star Wars Sessions. Drop us a voice note or a message, whatever. So email it to hello there at StarWarsSessions.co.uk. Trying to get my breath back now. If you want to support our show for free, you can do by leaving us a five-star rating or review on your podcast provider of choice, which now includes Spotify. Five stars helps the show grow, introduces new listeners, bumps us up the algorithm. It's another way to hear from more of you each week, and you get to hear us eating marshmallows, so what more could you mm. want? No, it's to live in the dream, mate. And uh, tell all your Star Wars friends about Ooh. us. Tell your mum, tell your dad, tell your mates, tell your cats, tell your Ewok, tell your nearest celebration goer. Ooh. The more the merrier, the castle spicier. Oh, God, absolutely. Till your nearest wheat glucose syrup infused confection airy item that this is the podcast you're looking for. So until next time from me, see ya. And from Luke, may the force be with you always. Luke! Luke! Yeah, come on. Bezra, Urija. <laughs> bit of a stretch yeah. isn't it? Bit of a stretch yeah. Mayboy I think Mayboy's gonna die I actually <laughs> think he's going to die <laughs> I think my man Being great known you guys my, my man my man is struggling I'm marshmallowed out <laughs> they are Essex based podcast heroes <laughs> what?